Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, time to bring in our good friend Jim Rodriguez. You hear him all across the BetQL network, also on Twitter at JRod Show. Jim, good morning to you. Since we were talking about discovering betting for the first time back in biblical times when it first became popular, when did you when did you first become someone who became interested in sports betting or sports gambling? For me, it was probably four or five years ago when I dipped my toe in and then really got into it. What about you? Well, good morning, guys. First of all, I mean, I had the under on commandments. I thought it was 15, so I took the under, and we, we, we did a good job with that. Winner! Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, this is going to sound terrible. My mom, I, I'm Cuban, right? And I grew up in a very Cuban uh, Filipino neighborhood in Los Angeles. My mom was the neighborhood bookie, so I was going to Santa Anita, <laughs> Del Mar, Los Alamitos, since pretty much at the age of nine and my mom couldn't speak English. So I literally would go to the window with my mom and I would make the bets for her. And that's how I kind of figured it out. And then road trips to Vegas with everyone. So, you know, at, at a wee small age, I, I, I was, I was, you know, it's always legal. My mom <laughs> made the bets and everything, but I, I just served as the, as the, as the, as the interpreter, so to speak. So early on, early on. <laughs> That's wild. What a resume. Like, neither of us have a resume that goes that (laughs) far back in sports betting. What a story. And also, I want to lead off with this because I do think it's interesting. Number one, your birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday. But you're also going to Las Vegas for a big fight that I don't know anything about. But apparently, you are covering this for ESPN uh, Latin America, if I am not mistaken. Uh, So tell us about this fight and uh, what the storylines are. 
Well, I mean, it's it's it all points toward being the fight of the year. It's 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 Terrence Crawford against Errol Spence uh, to unify the belts at 147 pounds. It's at it's in Vegas. It's at the T-Mobile Arena, uh, and that's the new trend in boxing right now. Everybody wants to unify. Everybody wants to be undisputed. We've seen Canelo Alvarez, you know, unify the belts at 168. We're trying to get the heavyweights to to unify, and this is you know this is an, an idea where where you've got. The way boxing gets in the way of each other, guys, is that promoters won't work with each other. So, so you know, Bud Crawford left top rank, um, and and he joined up to to fight Croft to fight Spence at uh, who's with PBC, and and it's going to be great. I mean, you know, I, I like Bud Crawford in this one. You know, he, he's he's the, he's the older cat in this. Spence is younger. He's taller. Uh, it, it's it's a clash that we've always wanted to see, and for the first time, boxing is giving us the fight. That's why I've always said why the UFC is so much more popular than boxing, if you will, because mm-hmm. the fight you want to see, you're going to see within six months tops because, you know, A will fight B, one will fight two. You don't get that in boxing. So we're, we're thrilled. And, you know, Isak Pitbull Cruz is on the uh, is on the co-main event. Nonito Donaire, who's a Hall of Famer, Filipino boxing legend. He's on the card as well. It's going to be a great night of boxing Saturday night from Vegas. Well, that sounds awesome. I'm thinking about betting on that and watching it at the same time. And maybe it'll be a great year for the Miami Dolphins. What is your take in general on Tua Tungabailoa? And I know the whole head injury thing has been just talked about again and again and again, but you really can't address this team. It's sort of the elephant in the room. All of the talent is there. Tua has the talent. He showed it last season. Can he stay healthy and upright this year? Yeah, I'll tell you, the Dolphins – and I'll get to two in a second. The Dolphins are mm-hmm. a weird kind of a unicorn, guys, in that they could mm-hmm. either play in the AFC. You you could convince me that they that they will be playing in the AFC Championship game, and you could equally convince me that they won't make the playoffs. That's 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 how you know the dichotomy that's going on with the Dolphins. They could go either way. Tua, you know, it is in, in 15 games last year he threw for 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns. If he's healthy, the Dolphins will rampage all over the division and the AFC. Uh, I think he will do great for the judo business. Remember, he's taking judo uh, to make sure he knows how to fall so he won't have head injuries. Are you telling me oh no head injuries if you take judo? So the whole judo in, you know, industry will blow up. Listen, they have they have amassed a tremendous team on both sides of the ball. Uh, nine and a half is the win total at BetMGM. But at the same time, they're minus 105 to make the playoffs, and they're minus 115 to not make the playoffs. Mm. That's crazy with the third best odds in their own division behind Buffalo and the Jets. Guys, it's, it's, it's a gauntlet. They have the second toughest schedule in the NFL. And the first four games, three road games, they open up at the Chargers, Sunday night at New England, and then week four at Buffalo. That's tough. You blink wrong, and it, they're 1-3. and three, They could be 0-4. Oh so it's going to be an interesting uh, they're going to be a great story to follow just with Mike McDaniel and the defense and Vic Fangio and can us to healthy. It's going to be a wild ride in Miami. Yeah. So the discussion for us is, do you take a look at their win total or take the long odds on them to win the AFC East? Because the win total is tough. Cause like you said, the schedule is so daunting, but when you have a division like the AFC East, where I feel like there are three teams that could definitely win this division And you have the Dolphins as, you know, the team that has the longer odds of those teams. Uh, I'm not throwing the Patriots in there because, number one, the Dolphins seem to own the Patriots. And also, I think they're a step behind those three teams. But do you think it's it's worth taking a swing 
on the Dolphins to win the AFC East? Or are you going to take the win total here at nine and a half? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. To me, I think they're a nine-win team. So I would almost, the under seems to be the play. The problem with Miami is, is for them this year anyway, they go to Buffalo and they go to New England early in the year. So there isn't those snow games at the end of the year. Uh, they end the mm. season at home with Buffalo. But, man, they, they've got the Cowboys. They've got the Eagles. They got the Chiefs. They got the Chargers. They ha- they've got to go to Baltimore. It's a tough schedule. I think it, 10 wins would be extraordinary for this team. And, and that whole division, because wherever the Dolphins play, the Bills and Jets have to play as well. I think they're about nine wins. I think it'll be good enough to get into the wild card game. I would go with the under, barely. Uh, 11 to 1 to win the AFC. That seems more, that seems kind of interesting to me because if they, if they get on a hot streak, if they get on a, if they get some steam behind them, I'd love 11 to 1 to, to, to actually get to the Super Bowl. We're talking with our friend Jim Rodriguez, host on the BetQL Network, also on Twitter at JRod Show. So, Jim, Tyreek Hill, he said it. He wants to get 2,000 yards this season, wants to set the NFL record, and admit it, look, last year I came over from the Chiefs. I really didn't know the playbook. Now I know the playbook. I'm going to explode. Does he have a realistic shot to make this happen if Tua stays healthy? I think he can do it without two. I mean, listen, I think one of the low-key moves that the Dolphins made is they got Mike White, who some some people chuckle Mm -hmm. when you say Mike White, but Mike White's the backup. And Mike White, you know, we saw what he was able to do with the Jets, and they still have Skylar Thompson, who ended up starting the playoff game for the Dolphins. I think, listen, I think the problem with Tyreek getting 2,000 yards is that you got Jason Waddle on the other side of the ball, you know, on the other side of the field. It's tough to just focus on Tyreek when you have such a stud in Jason Waddle as well. So I think it'll be hard. They combined for 3000 yards last year, which was the third highest in NFL history for, for two wide receivers on the same team. I don't think he'll get it just because you got to make sure that Waddle eats as well, but this team is formidable to say the least. Let's talk about the defense for a second because Vic Fangio, a great addition, at least in my humble opinion, to this defense that I feel like kept him in some games last year. Like it's not a defensive unit that I think people put at the top of the NFL, but I still think it's a unit that deserves some credit. And I think they can be even better this year. Yeah, absolutely. And then for, for Dolphins fans, the news came out yesterday that Byron Jones, who who tore his ACL last year, he is set to return to practice this week. So you've got, you know, you've got a secondary that's got Jalen Ramsey, it's got Xavier Howard, you've got uh, Javon Holland, and now you've got Byron Jones, who could be back, plus up front, Christian Wilkins, you know, uh, Bradley Chubb, hello, you've got a Bradley Chubb for mm-hmm. a whole season, plus Jalen Phillips, who's due to have a breakout season with Vic Fangio on the ones and twos, if you will. This team <laughs> should be a monster defensively. And what I love, one of my favorite bets for the Dolphins is will there be, you know, a special teams or defensive touchdown? They they made me a fortune two years ago with that. And I think that's going to be a great play for the Dolphins this year. And when you mentioned Vic Fangio, how much of a difference can he make? Because when you look at the Dolphins defense last season, they had 14 turnovers. That was 30th in the NFL. So there really is nowhere to go but up. And he's working with Jalen Ramsey. And I know he's going to make some coverages up there. So I feel like that's going to be one of the more underrated parts of this Miami team. 
Yeah, and, and I, I've always said this, guy. There, the, guys, there's two most dangerous creatures on earth. A motivated athlete and a scorned woman, and then you've got you've got motivated athletes on that Dolphins defense. You've got Jalen Ramsey, who's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. They think his game has gone down. Byron Jones is back. You have got guys that are trying to make it. Maybe whether it's for contracts, whether it's prove people wrong. A very hungry, angry defense, and they are going to be a problem for a lot of teams. Now, can Tua stay healthy? We will see. They're going to need it because they are going to play some high octane offenses this year starting week one at the chargers uh last question for me what do you think the floor is for this dolphins team because i think we have decided that the the ceiling's pretty high i think the the ceiling is extremely high for this dolphins team if all things work out but say Tua gets hurt say something else happens say the schedule just kind of eats them alive what's the floor for this team gosh that's a good question i mean i think i think without much of a struggle this team should could be you know floating between eight or nine wins easily you know before this team has not won a playoff game since standard definition okay they haven't won a game since (laughs) december 30th 2000 was their last playoff win you know that's how bad it's been it's been a generation here so you know for me we're talking to the local people here they're saying a trip to the afc championship is the floor not even, you know, not winning it, getting to the AFC Championships game. So no more playoffs, no more trying to win the division. It's getting in there. For them, I think nine wins has to be the floor uh, and a long extended playoff run. Not this get, you know, drag themselves across the finish line uh, and barely, you know, get in as a wild card. Remember, they were eight and three at one point last year before they lost five in a mm-hmm. row and had to mm-hmm. beat the Jets 11-6 the last game of the season. Still stinging because they had the under on that game. <laughs> You got to remember those bets, especially. But you know what? You always have the commandments bet. You always have the commandments bet. Don't forget that, Jim. You can follow him on Twitter at JRod Show. It is our good friend, Jim Rodriguez, host on the BackQL Network. Jim, have a great call this weekend. Thanks for being with us. All right, guys. Have a good weekend and viva Las Vegas. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.